Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back here with you on this Monday morning to start off the week. WGN had this first story here talking about the numbers of um, carjackings and how many more we have. And I know, John, it makes you crazy when we only talk in percentages, but that's all I have. (laughs) Um, FBI data shows carjackings were one of the crimes that rose substantially. These are national numbers from 2021 to 2022, jumping 8.1% in one year. I mean, regardless of what the actual numbers are, nationally, that's going to be a lot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when you talk about that jump over just the last couple of years, you look at the amount of or the number of not the amount, the number of people that were on the road in 2021 versus the number of people that were on the road last year. It's going to yeah. be a much higher number last year. So, you know, that's that's continuing as recovery continues. And, you know, there's just more people out there. But, yeah, they talk about a lot of things in this article that are the sort of common sense things that, well, you wish were common, and yet most of us don't ever think about this stuff when we're out there driving. You don't think, okay, I'm coming up to a stoplight. Maybe I should leave a little bit of extra distance between me and the car in front of me so that if I need to get away really fast, I can, even if it means running a red light. If I think I'm in danger, I'm going to run a red light. It's interesting. I saw that too. The other thing I thought about with that is if you leave distance between you and the car in front of you, I'm just thinking about the intersection that's near me. If there was more room, I could make a turn the other direction. Like I could, I could turn one way or the other because I'm far enough behind them. If I'm close enough to an intersection that I could get away. Well, yeah. And, and that's an interesting thing too, because in the same way that you'll often hear from people who either have military experience or police experience that when they're in a restaurant, they are never not facing the door. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, you're always making sure that you can see ingress and egress that uh if if i'm going down like shawnee mission parkway out where we are mm-hmm. has its three lanes going both directions i will try my hardest never to stop at a light in the middle lane i don't like being boxed in like that i oh, i like either being okay. able to get away to the right or get away to the left but if you're in the middle lane there's nowhere you can go um yeah i guess your only option would be take your chances in driving through the intersection I mean, in front of one car and every, you know, on either side of you. If you're in the front car, right. But if you're behind him and there's people on either side of you, you've got nowhere to go. And I mean, it's not like that's like a hotbed of of carjacking activity. It's just one of those things that I was told years ago that I always try to keep in mind. No matter where you're driving, make sure you've got an out. And that, by the way, that goes for just safe driving, too, of making sure, you know, if somebody swerves into your lane, are you going to have somewhere to go? It's kind of the same thing, except it deals more with being stopped at a light than it does with what's going on while you're actually moving. 
So that's good information for me that I had not thought about. What else do you do to keep yourself safe from situations like this when you drive that we can share amongst each other? This sort of is a part of our road rage conversation because I think a lot of the same things are going to apply. But when you think about the possibility of being carjacked or and just those other incidents of being safe on the road like that, what are the things that... I had not thought about that to never be in the middle lane. I do think a little bit more about leaving more space between me and the car in front of me because I've been rear-ended so many times. And that's in here too, (laughs) where they say part of what they want to do is distract you. They want to confuse you so that you're focused on something else so that they can jump in your car. And one of the things they'll do is bump you from behind. That's a big Miami thing. Yeah, they started that. That's been going on there for a long time. And and of course, what happens on the coast eventually filters its way down to us. But that idea of bumping somebody at a stoplight, what's the first thing you do? I mean, if you get into a minor fender bender, especially if you're already stopped, first thing you do is open your door and walk out to see what happened and how much damage was done to your car. And what they're saying is don't do that. But somebody hit you. Yeah. And you want to, you know, you, I mean, frankly, my first thought is, are they going to stop? Are they going to, because I've had that happen where I've been, <laughs> yeah, that was a couple of years ago. Off. Right. In fact, I, it was right before we went on the air. I'd run out to get coffee. It was like 930 in the morning and I was at a stoplight not far from me. And I think I told you about this when this happened. It, somebody just bumped me from behind at a light and didn't stop. Like I, I waved them over. Like sometimes you do that wave thing. Like, Hey, let's pull. They just kept going. Yeah, right. Well, in what they, I mean, the, the kinds of things that they're talking about and what they advise you to do, by the way, is if somebody does, use your brain a little bit. Um, if you're in a situation where, like I said, you know, going back to my Shawnee Mission Parkway example, where it's heavily trafficked, there's a lot of people around, there's a lot of people driving by, and it wasn't an accident that felt weird to you, that's probably okay. That's probably somebody made a mistake. But if you're watching the car behind you and they're looking at you and they, you know, you watch them in the rearview mirror and they're watching the entire time and they just kind of edge up behind you and bump your car, that's Mm -hmm. suspicious. That would be suspicious anyway. And what they said in that case is drive, you know, have them follow you. Like you said, you know, do the come on thing and and drive Mm -hmm. to someplace that's safe. Uh, You know, get to a police station, obviously, if you can, or get to, uh, you know, a a large, well-lit parking lot, like we're always told, someplace where there's a lot of people around, because the one thing that criminals like that don't want is an audience. One of the things it says in here that I do wrong also is um, don't attach your house keys to your car keys because they'll have both. You know, your keys are in your ignition. They will then have your house keys. Um, I have one of those push button starts because I got the new fancy car that I'll have for the next 10, 15 years. <laughs> yeah. um, it makes me think to keep those keys in my pocket even when I'm in my car. Usually I just put them in the door. Um, they just need to be, I think, within 10 feet of the car for it to start. It makes me think now keep them in my pocket all the time so that if I have to get out, they're on me and yes. not in the car. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And and if they, uh, yeah, they also don't want to stay there very long. So they're probably not going to get into an argument with you over, well, you hand over the keys too. Right. So, I, I mean, their ideal situation is you get out of the car, they jump in and take off. Uh, but they said, as far as leaving space goes, if you have, if you feel in danger, drive away, get away as, as fast and as far as you can. Um, if you have to deal with leaving the scene of an accident and you tell a cop, 
I thought my life was in danger. You're probably going to be okay. But, you know, don't take that chance with your life over a car. Um, some of the other things that, that they talk about in this, I wish there were a better way to, to, to get across that idea of it's all about how something feels to you in the moment. Mm-hmm. That if it just feels like this is an accident that shouldn't have happened, or this is a situation that I don't like, or I see somebody running up to my car while I'm stopped at a light, what am I going to do? Don't wait for it to happen to have that plan. Yeah, the idea of somebody coming up to my vehicle on foot oh, yeah. is is scary, because I said in the road rage incident recently, that's what I was worried about. You worry that that person's going to have a gun, and then what are you going to do? Um, yeah, what do you do if a person just comes up to your window? You know, you're at a light, and they just come up to your window. Yeah. What do you do then? I, gun it. <laughs> gun it and get <laughs> yeah. out of there. Uh, what if there's somebody in front of you? You know, well, right, exactly. And that goes back to leaving space and, and kind of knowing your surroundings a little bit. Um, another thing that they advised, and this doesn't do you a whole lot of good in the moment, but if you are carjacked or you have your car stolen, and it's funny how I used to have this memorized by rote, and for some reason I just don't anymore, know your license number, your your driver's license, your, your, not your driver's license, your license plate, know your tag number. I'm trying to think right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Under pressure, I can't do it. Um, I know the one that was on my car 25 years ago. I, I still know it. But yeah, if you ask me, uh, do I know for sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, I um, I do, but only because my uncle made a joke about it. Really, that's that's the only reason I know the, the license plate number that's on our car right now. I have one letter. That's all I know for sure is one letter, <laughs> which isn't going to help you at all. Yeah. So 913-586-7798. So what do you do? Uh, we can go to the phones here. Let's go to Mike in Topeka first. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, so I always make it a habit to leave space in front of the vehicle in front of me anyway. In case I get rear-ended, I don't want to be shoved into the car in front of me. Yes. Um, so that's just a, a good force of habit to be in regardless of, you know, a, avoiding a situation like this. Um, but also, I think one of the biggest ones I've seen that most commonly happens is people leaving their doors unlocked. And so when someone runs up, they're able to open that door and then, you know, threaten your life and put you in danger. Um, so, yeah, keep your door locked is going to make a huge difference on someone um, attempting to, to carjack you or not. Couldn't agree more. Um, and I think that one of the, the best innovations that the automotive industry has come up with in the last 30 years has been the locks that automatically lock. As soon as yeah, you put so the car in driving, you, you start drive. going. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they lock the doors. And they then, all should. Uh, last thing that I think would be extremely beneficial for a lot of people, there is a YouTube channel called Active Self-Protection, where they do video breakdowns of self-defense encounters. And one of the most common ones that they've done lately is carjackings. And they'll, they'll show the video of what happened and break it down and, and, and give lessons on what to do and how to respond and how to react. And I think that that's something that a lot of people should check out. It's Active Self-Protection on YouTube. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks, we'll, thanks, we'll Mike. definitely look into it. Yeah, that's it's the kinds of things that you don't you don't think about because why would you ever have to until somebody sticks a gun in your face and says, give me your car keys? It makes me think, too, about what's in my car right now. Um, I don't think this is in the article, but I'm starting to think about what's in my glove box that would have my address on it and that kind of thing. And, and yeah, you know, we were always taught to keep your registration in your I don't think you have to produce that anymore. Right. Or do you? It's usually just driver's license and proof of insurance now. Okay. Because you can't get a registration without insurance, so they assume if you have one, you probably have the other. Yeah, I tend to shove everything in my glove box in the car. It makes me wonder, like, what mail and stuff is in there 
that would have details yeah. in it. Does your well? That's another thing that's kind of changed over the years, and I wonder how many still do this. Does your glove compartment have a lock on it? I do not think so. I don't think ours does either. I don't. They all, I don't. They I don't know how I would to. open it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they all they all used to have a key lock. But I guess as we've all gone to the fob keys, that you don't really need that anymore. So a lot of those have gone away. Yeah. I. Um. You're right. I feel like we talked about it before, and that's why I checked. But I. I don't have a key that I would open it with. Yeah. So, uh, let's keep going. Bruce next up in Raytown. Hey, Bruce. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, year about three years ago, I was in my Nissan, and I went to Birmingham for a funeral. On my way out of Birmingham, I was in heavy traffic, and I always carry a gun. I have it on my uh, on my hip, just in a holster. But uh, all of a sudden, in traffic, I have a Yamaha sticker on the back of my car. I did have, I took it off because I didn't want the same thing to happen. But I think this guy on Harley thought, well, here's a guy on the Yamaha. I'm going to pound on his window. So he came up and started pounding on my window. He was sitting on his Harley, and he was a big guy, about three times my size. And uh, so I calmly uh, didn't pull my gun out. I just had wasp spray in my door. And I pulled the wasp spray up, put it in my right hand so he couldn't see me do it. And then I uh, rolled the window down, squirted him in the face. And he just immediately went, leaned back and went, oh, like that. And, I mean, it went up his nose and his eyes and everywhere. And he let the clutch out and crashed into the car in front of him. And the light turned green. And I just came on home. So, wow. it's, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, it's a lot simpler than shooting him with a gun. And I wouldn't have any reason to shoot him. But that kind of disabled him for a while till I was gone. I, I hope he wasn't just trying to tell you he had a flat tire or something. No, I didn't have a flat tire. I got a thing that <laughs> okay. in my car tells me it's got a low tire. Just making sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, so, well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are all kinds of things that you can have with you and on you, you know, whether it's the tear gas spray or bear spray or whatever that can help you out in an instance like that. But, again, ideally, you would never have to use it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll take a break. Some of you are texting in as well. Uh, Josh, hang on the line. We'll get to more of your calls next year on KMBZ. So we are seeing nationally a pretty significant increase in the number of carjackings, uh, about 8% up from 2021 to 2022. And so there's a lot of advice coming out about how to prevent that from happening and how to react to it if it does. Looking for your suggestions on how you stay safe behind the wheel. Josh is with us. He's in the Northland this morning. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Um, one, one thing that I think would help everyone out, not just if a crazy situation may or may not be about to happen, but just 24-7 in general, keeping your head on a swivel, yeah, paying pay attention. attention to your surroundings all the time. I'm constantly checking my side mirrors and my rearview mirrors. If you notice, you know, like, like if someone comes up next to you on a stoplight and they're looking at you, they, you know, it, some people would say don't ever make eye contact. I do. If if you're looking at me, I'm going to look at you, too. I'm going to make sure you know I see you. They, they've actually done a study where they they took video footage of people walking down the street, and they took it to a penitentiary to, you know, career criminals and asked them to point out who they would victimize. And then they studied it, you know, like looking down, looking timid, taking small steps, not, avoiding eye contact with people. It, it, it puts on the persona that you're you're not aware or you're weak. 
and you're more likely to get victimized. I, I will not hesitate to make eye contact with somebody, especially if they pull up next to me at a stoplight and then, you know, they could get behind you and follow you. Just being aware of your surroundings, man. Glad you brought up the following. Yeah, great advice, Josh. Thank you. Thanks very much for the call. That, uh, boy, that can be used in so many different situations. And what he was just talking about, about uh, what is it, like 75 or 80% of communication is nonverbal. That, that sounds that right, yeah. We, yeah, we give off just all kinds of different vibes about ourselves by the way that we hold ourselves and the way that we walk around. And um, that what what he just said about the, you know, victimizing somebody based on identifying and profiling who they are and how they're going to react before you even approach them. We're now getting into the holiday shopping season. And this is, I mean, when it comes to, to not just Black Friday, but all of the, the time in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's also huge for people being approached in mall parking lots and strip mall parking lots and things like that. And more often than not, it's the ones that are fumbling around for their keys and they're not paying attention to what's around them. And they've got boxes under their arms and all of this stuff that they're the ones who are going to get knocked because they're not looking. And if they surprise you, then, you know, not only are they going to be able to make an easier victim out of you, you're also probably not going to remember a whole lot about them because your mind was still trying to catch up to what in God's name is going on right now. And they're already gone. This question maybe is more for the women listening, um, because as I was hearing Josh talk, I my brain now is going to when I'm out walking, when we talk about the yeah. eye contact, and if I make eye contact with people I pass on the street, and I walk the plaza a lot, obviously, and I, maybe this is a woman thing, or maybe it's just me, but I feel like I avoid eye contact. If I pass a couple of guys walking past me on the street, I feel like I avoid eye contact because I don't want to get their attention. Yes. I don't want them to notice me. And maybe that's a woman thing, but I, and I'm pretty aware. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty smart person in the world, but I purposefully, like peripheral vision is good, but I'm not making eye contact because I don't want to be, I don't want to be on their radar. I don't want to be noticed. Totally understand. And uh, yeah, you're right. There, there's a fine line, I guess. And the ideal situation is that your head is up and you're looking around always you know they're just kind of noticing your surroundings around you that it's not that downcast eyes down kind of i'm just going to walk beyond you and, and hope that you don't notice me thing like you were just talking about it's, it's right. very it's a normal human reaction but it if you you know don't stare somebody down but if you notice them and you make that eye contact and then look back in front of you and keep walking they'll get the idea that you don't want to talk <laughs> you know and they'll yes. also know that you're watching what's going on around you yeah, it's really good advice, frankly, for all times. Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Beth is next up at Elise Summit. Hey, Beth. Hi. Um, Hi there. I just I, I took my car in to have his battery changed in the fob, and the guy showed me your key is inside your fob. That it, yeah. It's a click. A lot of them are, and yes. Way, I've used mine. you can yeah. use it on your, on your glove box. Yes, I have used mine because my fob has gone dead, and so I've needed to use that key before. It is massive, though. Um, it yeah, wouldn't fit in a is. lock in my glove box if there were one. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. I don't. I. I it's. Yeah. Have you ever taken yours out? You it's huge. It uh, Your radio might be up. 
Yeah, it's all right. I'm hearing myself uh, back. Thanks, thanks for the call. Yeah, but uh, you you have she's right. A lot of the car keys. I'm trying to remember now if our fob has a key inside it, and I'm not sure that it does because I can't think of a physical lock anywhere on our car, uh, inside or out. So I don't know that there would be a need for one. I'm gonna have to grab it out of my pants pocket here in just a second and take a look. But she's right. A lot of the older ones do have that where you can just flip the little button on the key and pull that metal key out of it. Yes. Um, my mom. Yeah. Other cars that I've driven were like that. Mine. I mean, it takes. In fact, I almost had to like break it. I almost needed a hammer to break it open to try to get that key out. I mean, it was I almost broke the fob in pieces to try to get that thing out. In fact, yeah. the cover is gone to the fob because that it was so difficult to get that key out. Hope I never have to do it again. Um, but yes, that is that is a possibility. Um, phone lines are ringing. Yeah. It would be it would be nice to have that come back, even if it's not the glove compartment. Uh, you know, if you want that just for convenience, but to have some kind of locked area in the car, whether it's in the console or something like that, to to have some place where it's not it's not it's not easy to get into. Now that said, give me a crowbar. I'll get into any glove box you want. Right. Yeah. Um, all right, we have to get to a break. Lainey, hang on the line. Um, others of you were texting in as well. If you want to weigh in on the eye contact thing while you're walking down the street, that's a, a logical place to go with the conversation that we can do as well. We'll be back here in just a couple of minutes on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
So we started off by talking about uh, the increasing problem of carjackings and the way that you can prevent yourself from being a victim or react if you think that's about to happen. It's becoming a conversation now about how to prevent yourself from being a crime victim in general and how much body language has to do with that. No doubt. You know, and, and because of our last conversation, I went over and grabbed my key. This is bizarre. So I have the fob like everybody else does. And sure enough, it's got the little button and you can pull this out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold this up as close as I can. It's not a key. It's a stick. It's pull back there's, a bit, there's, 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 there's glare like on it. no, there's, oh, no, there's no ridges. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's, there's no notching in it, whatever. It's just a straight steel thing. So yeah, I have no idea what that's supposed to do. Huh. And you've never needed it. You've never no. had to use it. <laughs> no. Cause like I said, there's no, even on the doors, there's no handle on the doors. You hit a button and it pops the door open. So, it's so confusing to me. Uh, oh, I know. I would never it's, get used it's to that. Weird. But yeah, there's no lock on the glove box. There's no locking compartment inside that I've seen. So I have no idea what this little stick is supposed to do. Maybe maybe somebody else who owns a <laughs> Ford can hit me to what this thing's all about. <laughs> if you have thoughts, 913-586-7798. We'll get back to the phones. Blue Springs is where we go to talk to Lainey. Hi, Lainey. Hi, Lainey. Good. Hey, good morning. Um, Jamie, you were talking about that you do not make eye contact with people when you're walking on the street? Did I hear that correctly? Not generally. Um, I will, but usually if I, you know, frequently in the plaza, there are groups of guys or whatever, especially if it's a weekend, Chiefs game or whatever, or at night. And with those groups, I tend to avoid eye contact because I don't want, I don't want to get their attention. Ah, and I almost always make eye contact with someone and will say good morning or good, good afternoon because I want them to know that I know you're there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I will say I've not come across where I've walked up to a group or had a group of people because I'm, uh, you know, it's like I'm thinking like when I walk into Walmart or Target or Hy-Vee, one of those stores, I'm purposely making eye contact with people and greeting them. Just I know you're there. If I think there's somebody behind me, um, I will act like I've dropped something. Uh, and if I, particularly if I'm, if it's getting dark outside, because I want to make sure I know uh, if there's a person behind me, and I typically know that there is, I will just, you know, oh hey, how are you? You know, just so they know I know you're there. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, yeah, both points of view make sense. I just, I don't, I don't want to be remembered. Yes, as, I, as, I, as somebody I, they want to target. That. Yeah, perfect. All well, right. I enjoy your show. You have a wonderful day. Thanks, Lainey, Lainey. Thank you. Yeah, you do the same. Um, it, but that is, point of view makes sense to me, too. I get why she does it. Well, sure. Yeah. It, it, but the other thing is that if if you have and I know a lot of people want to avoid this, it's not anything that's going to get you in trouble. But the, the more people, especially in downtown areas that you s at least open the door to that kind of conversation with, it's only a matter of time before they're begging you for money. Yes. Wow. You just opened the door there. Yeah, just open the door I mean, there. It's just I've had it happen. I don't know how many times somebody walks by. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, what's up? And then all of a sudden I'm in a conversation with some guy who's telling me about his sob story about how he needs money to get on the bus back to Cleveland to visit his sister who's dying of cancer and blah, 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 blah. And what it really is, is he wants 20 bucks. Yes, indeed. Boy, text line's <laughs> going to go off on that one now. 913-586-7798. Ashley's next up out of KCK. Hi, Ashley. Hey guys, uh, I always make eye contact with people um, because Jamie, you said that you don't want to be remembered. Criminals don't want to be remembered either. 
So if you make eye contact with them and acknowledge them, then that's saying, hey, I see you there. Another thing that I do is if I'm walking in the city and there's an alley coming up, I go as far to the outside of the sidewalk as I can because alleys are great places for people to hide and try to get you. On John's front, what I do is I always keep an earbud in, and after I've made eye contact, if somebody tries to talk to me, I act like I'm on the phone through my earbud. Nice. Nice. That's well done. Sorry, got to go. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) But, yeah, I always make eye contact because those criminals, they want somebody who's not going to remember them, who's not acknowledging them. If you acknowledge them, that says, hey, I see you. I'm going to remember you, whether you will or not. Another story, but it gives them pause to think, oh, God, they saw me. Never mind. Love it. Love it. Ashley, well done as always. I was always taught to walk tall also, which is really hard for Jamie and I, but hold your head (laughs) up high and act like you're supposed to be there and you know what you're doing and you're not a person to be trifled with. I like it. Got it. I like it. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, We have a full board of calls right now to talk about eye contact. Boy, it seems to be crime victim day here on the show. But you know what? Hey, <laughs> yes. listen, if, if we can keep, you know what? If we can keep anybody from being victimized, then by all means, keep this information coming in. We love it. Natalie's in Peculiar. And up next with us in this, hello, Natalie. Hi, uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, I was just going to say that I got in the habit of looking around and smiling at people when I was in school. And I continued that into the workplace. And it's weird how many people don't look at you. But um, the funny thing that happened because of that habit is when I was called for jury duty, I looked at the plaintiff and smiled and, boom, got picked for the jury. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted you on there, huh? It's like being in the front row in class and the teacher calling on you. (laughs) Can't be too careful. Be prepared. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Sometimes it does you good. Sometimes not so much. Depending on, I guess, if you want to do jury duty or not. <laughs> we still have not had the chance. Uh, let's see. Next up, uh, we'll go to Lenexa. Talk to Chris. Hey, Chris. Oh, looks no, like drop. we might not okay. have Chris with us. How about Tim and Independence instead? Hey, John. Uh, the key on your you're talking about the blade on your key fob. Yeah. Uh, Somebody's actually replaced your key fob somewhere along the way. That's supposed to be an emergency key to get into your door. And it doesn't look like you've got a lock on your door, but if you look, there's a little bitty notch underneath the edge of the door that, that doesn't pull with your handle. It's just a plastic cover that pops off so you can actually use it to get in if all the electrical system in the car dies. But it doesn't I... come cut when you get a new one. So if somebody gets put a new key fob on your car then, and they didn't copy that, then it doesn't, it doesn't have any teeth. So, no, 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 this one's this one's original. This one came from the dealership when we when we bought the car. We haven't had one replaced yet. And and as far as I mean, our car, the, the handle on it is so different from most of them. I'll have to check. I'll I'll take a look next time uh, I get a chance. It's pretty common. I'm a I'm a car guy that owns a shop, and we do we learn keys and all that kind of stuff. And cool. And uh, that's it's really common. But I love I love the topic you guys always have. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate you getting in. We'll keep rolling through here. Uh, Jim, next up out of Topeka. Hey, Jim. Yes, I'm going to borrow a horse riding term. And this keeps you out of trouble in a lot of other ways, too. Is you don't ever want to be using the phrase suddenly and for no apparent reason, which means you yeah. weren't paying attention. So if you're looking around, if, you're, if, you, if you act like you're there, you don't have to make direct eye contact. You can at least be looking up and going, I'm, I'm here and, and seeing things. 
you'll tend to avoid things that can happen to you. So I have really tried for the rest of my life to not use the term suddenly and for no apparent reason because I wasn't paying attention. Well put. Yeah, Take well said. All of that's Thanks, good. Jim. Yeah, good advice, Jim. Thank you. We'll keep going. Uh, Jacob's called us in Platte City. Hey, Jacob. Well, hello. Um, uh, two things. I will make contact with someone, and if they look like they're a no-good doer, I will sternly look at them, let them know I'm there, and I'm not really one to mess with because I'm usually in a pretty bad mood. <laughs> you, always, you always sound so happy when you're talking to us, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys make my day, though. There we go. Um, as far as if you try to vehicle jack me, I'll I'll get out and let you have the thing because I everything I drive is junk. One's got a blown head gasket, and the other's a rusty Nissan, and one of them don't even have a good registration on it. So they both got full coverage. Have at it. Make my day. <laughs> yeah, that that is the the number one way to get out of a carjacking is drive a car nobody wants to carjack. Yeah, I'll just say it's it's. I mean, it's 50-50 on how far it's actually going to make it. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Right, well, well, good luck to you, Jacob. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Jacob. Thanks for getting in. Um, I mean, you know, I, I don't think anybody is going to uh, is, is carjacking a Pinto. <laughs> I mean, for parts, maybe. I guess you never know. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up with Julie and Casey. Hey, Julie. Hi, love you guys. Love you um, back. I, you too. Uh, when I was really young, I guess I was in my 20s, I w- went out to L.A. And I was at LAX. I was waiting for a flight back here in Kansas City. And I was really tired. I had my hands and my uh, my face in my hands. And I, was, I looked up and I noticed a couple of guys were swarming at me. And one was sitting down staring at me. And I stood up. And I looked at a guy, I looked at the other guy, and I stood there and I stared at them. And they kind of, you know, noticed what that I was looking at them. And I, I'm real short. I'm like five foot. And I just stood there and I looked at them. And I guess they realized that I was kind of onto them and they just wandered off. Um but, you know, I mean, like the, the previous caller said, you know, uh, somebody can come and get my car. I need a brake job. So if they want to come and get my job, they <laughs> come and get my car, you know, maybe I can get some new brakes out of it if it's crashed. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. so you can get away. You just won't be able to stop. So, yeah, yes, that's <laughs> true. Yes. If they're fair, flying fair. down the street and they come to a, try to come to a, a really hard stop, they're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> Yep, you got it. Yeah. All right, take care. I hope yeah. you get the brakes fixed soon. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Julie. Thank you for the call. Yeah, the, and and I think that's a fair thing to keep in mind as well. I mean, whether you're driving a, a brand new Maserati or whether you're driving a 30-year-old Pinto is that, you know, it is just a car. Uh, and if it comes yeah. to that, if it comes to somebody sticking a gun in your face and saying, give me the car keys, give them the car keys, you, you'll get the car back. Insurance will take care of a lot of it. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's just, uh, the, I guess the older I get, there are fewer things in my life that I think, yeah, I would, I would justify getting hurt for that. In fact, I think I'm down to zero. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everybody for the information. Hope everybody uh, got something out of that. We'll take a break here. Um, there might be another volcano going off. 
we might have one in Mexico now to be thinking about. We have oh, new goody. images out of Iceland to talk about as well. We have a wildfire in Oahu. Get to all that coming up here on KMBZ. Before I forget, I meant to um, mention this earlier in our conversation about staying safe while you're out and about. We talked um, last week, we had a very extensive conversation about women's purses because of pickpocketers that were getting into those with the purses hanging on the back of chairs. The I internet know. clearly knows that I'm about to go on a trip because I'm getting all the lists of all the ways to pack efficiently and all this kind of stuff. One of the things that showed up this morning was um, I, I immediately purchased it. It totally worked. But for women, a scrunchie that had like the, the hair scrunchie that has a zipper on it. So it opens up and you can put stuff in it. Oh, cool. It's not huge. You can't put your phone in it. It's not big enough to put a lot of stuff. But if all you need to carry with you is your keys and, and folding money. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. I don't know if you could fit a credit card in it or not because that would that might be pretty wide but they show them with people not even, not just put them in their hair but on, keeping them on their wrist women we tend to do that all the time i always have a pointy holder on my wrist they're kind of big but they're cheap and they have a zipper on them and so it's something that you could not have to carry if you just need a couple things with you so yeah and you hide things in something like that i don't know how many thieves are going to go up and say give me your scrunchie right now right <laughs> it's probably going to be the last thing on their mind so if anybody's curious, I found them on Amazon for 10 bucks, just scrunchie nice. that has a zipper on it. Go for it, men. If you need a gift for the ladies, go for it for this Christmas real quick. The internet is frustrating me right now What's um, because we have, um, I want to talk about the situation in Iceland for a second about video and pictures that I have seen come out of Iceland that are not what the internet says they are. And then we gotta talk about what's happening in Mexico. So I sent you a couple of pictures of a crack in the ground in, um, what the heck is the name of that town? Gradanic? I can't keep my letters straight. Uh, I, I, I hold saw on, the video. Yeah, it's, it's pretty stunning stuff because not only is it a crack in the ground, it's a crack in the ground with steam shooting out of it, which is, I mean, when you're talking about volcanic eruptions, that seems like that would be bad. Grindavik. It's the one that's right by the Blue Lagoon. It's right where the, okay. the, the volcano maybe is going to go off. So I was fascinated this morning because this picture is circulating of this really big crack in the ground in, in the highway with seemingly steam coming out of it. And like you said, you think, uh-oh, that's not a good thing when you have a volcano in danger of erupting. So I look on the um, Iceland Monitor. Is there a big newspaper there? It's so a hot water pipe burst in the earthquakes. <laughs> and okay, that's, well, that's what the steam is great. coming from. Yeah, but it's they, not they, steam from yeah. magma, right? Right. So, which is what we were kind of led a, to think. A little bit of a different situation, but uh, yeah. I now that doesn't mean that that couldn't happen. I mean, you're not going to sure. have you know because with with boiling magma under the ground and all of that stuff, uh, sooner or later you're going to see something go on. And they've been warning about this now for what a couple of weeks. Um, it really picked up on Friday. Uh, like Thursday, Friday with the number of earthquakes. And then they closed the Blue Lagoon, which is the biggest tourist attraction in the country, yeah. um, which is right there by this volcano. Like Friday, they closed it. And then they evacuated this town over the weekend. Now they're letting people back in five minutes, go get your stuff and then get the heck back out. They're letting um, reporters in now to go survey the dam. There's a lot of damage to this town from the earthquakes. Yeah. But it's in the earthquakes, a hot water pipe that runs under the city burst. And that's, that's what we're seeing. 
Although, what? How do they know? I mean, maybe it could be. I guess steam from underground. How do you can't get down there to look? But yeah, it's just such a dramatic picture, and you think, wow, this thing's about to go off. Well, yeah, and if to your point, if it was, if it was in fact activity related to the volcano that made the pipe burst. Well, then that's close enough to the pipe to be adding into that. So, yeah, not a good situation anyway. And they already know that they're up for something bad that's about to happen. We just don't know what the extent of it's going to be. Then I go to webcamsdemexico.com, which I did (laughs) not think was a real website, quite frankly. But again, I'm on Twitter and there's video of I cannot pronounce this. Can you you? ready? You ready? I got you covered. Yeah. Go ahead. There you go. I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> uh, here, I'll do it again. There. Could he sound any more robotic than that? Did that, did that not sound like me? <laughs> <laughs> it is um, southeast of Mexico City and kind of out in the middle of nowhere, but southeast of Mexico City. And according to this video, it is going off like crazy. Boy, is it ever um, yet. And, and it's classic. I mean, the conical volcano and the steam and smoke and soot and ash and all of that is spraying right out the top of it. It's it's exactly what you would see in a bad 1950s movie about a volcano going off. So here's where I get skeptical for a second, because I'm not seeing any news reports about this volcano anywhere. There's no timestamp on this video that was tweeted out. So I'm on the live camera that it it links to, well, it doesn't link to it, but I'm, I'm on the live camera that it got that video from. The camera is showing smoke in front of it, which could be, that could be the volcano going off, but I can't see anything because there's smoke in front of the camera and I see no news reports about this volcano. The only thing that I'm able to find uh, is drone footage from May of this yeah, year. Yeah, I saw which, that too. Which yep. did, yeah, which did show a lot of smoke and other things coming out of there. So we don't know if what we're seeing on Twitter right now is brand new or if that's also from May. Correct. This is Thank why you, the internet. internet makes me crazy. Yeah. This is why I trust nothing for and, until it's confirmed by people <laughs> I trust. So well, at any rate. Uh, credit yourself for looking. I'm just annoyed at it. I'm annoyed at the picture out of Iceland because this, I, I followed this all weekend. Like I was, I was glued to it, um, the pictures of the maps and stuff like that. Okay, so then real quick, we also have another wildfire in Hawaii, this one in Oahu. Yeah, yeah, a bad situation too. I mean, this is in the, the, the kind of the central portion of the island, so this would be north of Honolulu by quite a ways. But it, the area is incredibly fragile. Um, it, it doesn't have what you had on Maui when you were there was a a real tinderbox of his situation. So it doesn't seem to be that it's that dry on Oahu as it was on Maui just a couple of months ago. But the the wildfire is spreading, and at this point, they're having a real problem controlling it because it's out where it is. It's kind of up in the mountains, and it's this really, really heavily wooded portion of Oahu. So it seems like really the only effective way you can get in there and do firefighting is what we've seen with the California wildfires when they bring in the, the airplanes that try to spray the water and the fire retardant on it from above. Um, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that also and just see. Again, it's vacation season. I mean, yep. we're, we're heading in again to where that area is going to get busy again. So, And then to wrap the hour, talk to me about the spiders. As long as we're talking about Mother Nature at work. Talk to me about the spiders. 
Yeah, this Maybe. is an invasive. Oh, yeah. It's an invasive species of spider that came here from Southeast Asia uh, and all over China. They have these things as well. It's ugly as sin. It's also huge. I mean, these things can get up to eight to 10 inches from one leg to the other. <laughs> I mean, now, and, and as if you needed even more reason to hate these things like poison, they fly. Not in the traditional sense. Yeah, uh, not not in the traditional sense. I mean, they don't have wings. What they do is they they make a net, kind of like a parachute, out of spider silk. So they they are orb weavers. They will make a regular web, and they eat absolutely everything. They also outcompete every other spider, which is not good. Uh, It's called the Joro spider, and it has this tendency. The reason why it's spreading as far and as fast as it is, they started in Georgia, and it's now all over North Florida and parts of Tennessee and South Carolina. No reports yet in Alabama, but even the people there are saying, yeah, that's only a matter of time is they weave these parachutes and then they just take off with the breeze and fly miles away. I thought it was going to be in Australia, but it's not. Nope, it's here. Fantastic. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up in the next hour, uh, single-use bags going away. That's getting uh, bigger out west. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.